Let's have some fun. This beat is sick. I wanna take a ride on your disco stick. Let's have some fun. This beat is sick. I wanna take a ride on your disco stick. Point hammered is intended for an immature audience. So if you're easily offended, you best get the step in. But if you'd like to stay, let's, let's get, get hammered. I wanna kiss you. But if I do, then I might miss you, babe. It's complicated and stupid. Got my ass squeezed by sexy Cupid. Guess he wants to play, wants to play. I love game, I love game. Hold me and love me. Just let's fucking do this. Get it on. Let's get it on. What's up, motherfuckers? This is Point Hammered, episode 42. Get the bastard here. What's up, gang? The bear making his triumphant oh, return. He's back. Fucking cue the applause. Breathe heavily and his, yawn occasionally. His bottom's been spanked pink. He's been a naughty bear. <laughs> <laughs> got him back. Yeah. Fucking roped his ass back in. <laughs> the fuck's been going on, fellas? Wait, I missed the date. Today is... August 26, 2011. It's a fucking fine late summer day. We've had a couple nice weeks here. Quite a few. Back to back. Butt to butt. <laughs> butt to butt. To butt. <laughs> so, uh, what's where, been going on? Where you been, Bear? Yeah, Bear, what the fuck you been up to, buddy? Fill uh, in the juicy details for all our listeners. Uh, I've been doing roller derby shit. What? I know. I know it's hard for... Probably most of you guys out there in Point Hammered land to understand why a guy would want to go hang out with a bunch of sweaty women. With girls? Yeah. Ew. <laughs> I'm kind of disappointed because they, they seem to just take me as just a regular guy. They don't seem... I haven't taken on creepster status at all. I mean, <laughs> what the I'm fuck? Just, I'm just not, I'm not as naturally good at being creepy as the Raj, uh, so, you know. How have you pulled the wool over their eyes on this issue, Bear? <laughs> You bring a girl with you, though. Uh, that's true. Yeah, only about out. half the time, though. <laughs> I see. So, uh, well, I guess what you're saying is you haven't been doing any Warhammer stuff, huh? Well, I saw the new Ogre Kingdoms books coming out, so I don't have to do a new army now. <laughs> Dude! The, the official word on the demons? It might be time for the fucking Lazog Strike! <laughs> <laughs> Steal a fucking Rogerism on your ass. <laughs> New models, Bear. Do you approve? Yeah, I like everything I've Are seen. Are you gonna so buy far. some or big freaky beasts? I'll probably add a couple things. I, mean, I would uh, wait for the rule book on that because yeah, it's probably gonna be like the Beastman m- monsters where. Because I've seen in there, you can see the points cost yeah, on these shit. The rules. They're like two hundred fifty points, whatever. One's pretty good. Yeah. Half wounds like, against all multi-wound weapons. You can you know, kill it in a single go. You know what they need to do? I thought about this quite a bit, and it would make me think more about using them, is make them immune to poison. Any, like, large beasts like that, so that the skinks can't kill them, and the other little plingy yeah. fuckers can't just kill them dead that easy. To me, that's the big deterrent. You fucking... Poison? Yeah. I think it's a fucking cannonball killing it in one shot. Yeah, that's a gamble. Yeah, I've had... Across the board. Seems I've had uh, cannonballs like with with my like uh, big hordes of ogres. <laughs> well, yeah. Having them actually take out like three or four ogres in one shot with good <laughs> rolls. Rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not through every rank, every turn, but you know, quite a few. You're doing some damage there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Anything that can resist, you know, yeah, an insta kill from a cannon. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. The multi-wound thing said in half, right, Reg? Yeah. So that helps. 
So the demons, what's what's going on there? Packing them up? No. eBay? I heard rumors you were selling these fuckers. Yeah, that was the rumor. <laughs> let's, let's confirm this for our listeners. Well, seeing as half of them are... Are Tom McClure's anyway? That I'm slowly <laughs> paying him back through free WAPAC admissions <laughs> slash BJ's and handies. Just <laughs> so, I think the core units and a couple other things I've got that I. I'm definitely nothing news coming through the steel poop shoot here until uh, <laughs> until after the tournament. Cause now I'm in full 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 on tournament. Till after WAPACA? Mode, yeah. You're it's like half a fucking year away, dude. It's <laughs> <laughs> absurd. It takes time. To <laughs> yeah. away on the tournament. Spugging away on my roller skates. My quads. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck it, man. We ain't been up to shit. Raj! Fucking yeah. lay it on us, buddy. What have you been up to? Well, we played a couple games. Yeah. That happened. Talk about that? Yeah, I got that on my list of shit to talk about. Do you want to talk about it right now? How fabulous was Pit of Shades, my man? Well, it worked out pretty good. You finally figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> cast it. Now I'm going to take like two level fours with fucking Shadow every time I play your ass. <laughs> it was a good game. It was. You still, still fucking smoked me pretty good. 700 points ahead. Despite the Pit of Shades killing the fucking ancient tree All man. The tree men were down. Way early. Yeah. Because uh, the Beast Lord killed two of them in a pretty brutal fashion. He, well, thanks to my fucking augment spells, I finally got my shit together on where and when to cast magic. Yeah, for sure. Because it was like, um, buff up this chariot over here, or fuck over this tree man over here, but I can't really kill him. Or buff up these gore again and make this fucking tree man go splat. So With uh, two buffs, yeah, yeah. your general strength nine. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty, because he's got a sword of might. <laughs> and uh, beast it. banner. <laughs> yeah. Nice plus four strength. <laughs> That's a freaking pretty, pretty beast combo. Yeah, but you know, generally what I do is... Well, we're, I think we're getting kind of ahead of ourselves. So I had the Beast Lord in a big block of gore with the BSB who had the Beast Banner. Mm-hmm. But what that meant was the fucking dipshit Bestigore who had charged off and kind of got stuck in the flank by a couple units while still being stuck in the front by a unit were not having the general there with his stubborn crown. <laughs> Which meant uh, that yeah. they fucking boogied once they got in the pincer formation like that. So yeah. that that left them totally susceptible to getting smushed that well, like that. You ended up having a weird charge on Wild Riders in the flank. So you yeah. got like one Bestigore and Right. And you won by three or four and I held and then they're subsequently flanked by a tree man and a unit of Glade Guard. Yeah. <laughs> moved and he steadfast and broke him. Right. And then you got one tree man. You got the ancient with the pit of shades, mm-hmm. and you kill the other two while they're in combat with the gore block. Yeah. So at the end of the game, all you had was the gore block, about half down, one wound left on the BSB and one wound left on the general. Right. And then a, a wizard who way was... forty-eight inches yeah. away, <laughs> way at the back, his last chance to rally. Finally, freaking made it. And then, so you had all three tree men, but I still had two units of glade guard, the peg rider. One wizard, my general, was sucked into the warp. <laughs> that helped BSB. out quite a bit. <laughs> so it ended up being like a five or six or 700 points up on top of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, that dude on the, the peg rider who is actually an eagle rider. That what he really yeah, is? eagle. That is a pretty solid guy. It's just a single hero fighty guy with a great weapon flapping around on an eagle. Really just gets in the back and fucking charges up my wizards or charges up my chariots. 
Yeah, it's a real nice unit to have. Son of a when, whore is what he when is. When they don't have war machines, then it becomes a real pain in the ass. Yeah. Because otherwise he's gunning for the cannon or whatever. Because he's got a three-up three up ward against non-magical stuff. So you pick your units, mm. basically any unit without a character in it, you can go in and he's going to be pretty safe. Yeah. Three wounds, three up ward, four plus armor is pretty... That's the best that Wood Elf is. He's not stubborn or anything, or is he... Not stubborn. Yeah. So... So you probably wouldn't charge the front of anybody. No, I would charge a, a rear. Yeah. If... Uh, if it presented, you know, in certain circumstances. <laughs> Who wouldn't, really? <laughs> Honestly. But I did play a second game against the Legend yesterday. Yeah? How'd that go for and, you? Against well, the Dwarves? Yeah, I should say my list is the same as what it was for Blood in the Sun, the Triple Trees and everything else. The, the only Vanguard, difference is I pulled bars. out a Ward Answer <clears throat> to put in a Spell Singer. And the spell singer takes the dispel scroll, which then frees up the level three to become a level four wizard. So that kind of takes the chances of a uh, getting dwellers from like <clears throat> two out of three to like whatever nine, over nine out of ten times. Right. Getting it. I don't know. I just didn't think that was a great use of points. Yeah. I wrote tree sing on because <laughs> of the longer <laughs> battle. Yeah. And I tried a tree spam phase, but if they have a level four, it works out quite pitifully. Yeah, I thought it was all right from my side. <laughs> <laughs> so in the game against Jared, I swapped out that spell singer and dropped one or two Glaegar, and I took a unit of Warhawk Riders, Yeah, which was an interesting choice. <laughs> With the double tree man, you can't take an eagle. So... I've been thinking, when my game's of Blood in the Sun, if you're going to rely on the tree men, you should have as many war machine hunters as possible. <laughs> so I had the eagle and the wild riders, now i got the warhawk riders. Sure. So a little redundancy isn't bad. And they actually worked out pretty fucking well. I, just comparing them to the eagle, I think they have a couple things going for them. Because they count as fast cav. Mm -hmm. They're like flying cavalry. Yeah. So they get a 12-inch vanguard, which Ooh. is nice. So you can move up 12, and then you can fly 20 the first turn, so you end up behind everybody's line. Where, like, and you might notice this with harpies, but, like, if you have the first turn, you just, you kind of have to fly halfway and right. stop. You can't You're kind of hosed. Yeah, you get kind of hosed. There's never a good spot for a shitty little harpy unit on the first turn. And even if you go second, they move up. Whatever, eight, ten inches, yeah. they still can't get behind them. Still can't them. get behind them. So. so with that Vanguard move, you can, for sure, if you're on the flank, you're in the flank for sure, or you know, you're ended up behind them. And right. That's what happened in our game. Yeah. Um, See, my theory on that dude was, I'm just going to ignore him. But he really became a thorn in my side because he charged off both my Eagle wizard. Rider? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I'm talking about the Warhawk Riders okay. compared to a, just a e the Eagle Rider or a, just a plain Eagle. Sure. Because the Eagle's 50 points, so the Warhawk Riders are 120. Ooh, okay. Okay, but I guess my point is they got six wounds compared to three. Right. They got six attacks compared to two, plus three stomps compared to two. Yeah. So I think they're they're probably not worth 70 more points than an <laughs> Eagle, but they're still a lot, a lot better than an Eagle. Sure. In my book. The only kind of downside is um, toughness three compared to toughness four. Whatever isn't a big deal, right? Um, but you can kill one, and they have to take a panic check or some, you know, they're right. susceptible to that sort of thing. <laughs> the luck of the rad, you always fail the first ones. <laughs> yeah, and they usually that BSB. BSB range. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Hey, so in this game, they the game against Jarrah, they're big because with the Vanguard move, they moved up, they flew over a unit of crossbowmen, and then the second turn, they charged the stone thrower Ugh. and killed killed the whole crew in a right. single round, which is something an eagle wouldn't be able to do. Because they had a unit right there, so if I didn't kill it in one go, they would have got flanked next turn. Yeah, but he... Now, if he had had an Oregon gun, would you have been able to arrange that? Um, a little bit of dwarf tactics. would have been played different. He, he took a gyrocopter. Right. He never takes an Oregon gun, because he doesn't think it's steamy for his it's army. It's steam, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would have been different. I probably would have... I would have had... I would have been on the flank. I would have probably stayed out of 24 inches right. and shot every single bow and hail a doom arrow at the organ mm. gun until it ceased to be. Right. Okay. And then move in. But at the least, he's keeping you at bay and he's getting his war machines for longer. Yeah. So in this game, he had a stone thrower flaming. He had two shots with it. One was a direct hit on a tree man, which did two wounds, which is actually four. Yeah. <laughs> and the second hit was a direct hit, which killed the tree man outright. Right. And then he had his cannon, thankfully, misfired on the first turn. Yeah. <laughs> because he had... His shot was set up on... And this is my, if everything else fails, plan. I put the Eagle Rider in front of the Tree Man Ancient. So it's got to go through the Eagle Rider, who has a two-up ward against flaming. But in this game, he didn't take a flaming on his uh, cannon. So it would have been a three-up still. Yeah. But it misfired anyway, so we didn't have to worry about it. Sure. Because if you don't kill the monster, kill the monster's cab, it just stops the cannonball. Okay. So the eagle rider can take a hit if necessary <laughs> to save one. Save the old but TM. <laughs> otherwise, he used the unit of rangers, which didn't work out too well for him. He had a yeah. thane in there, and he kind of I wanted him to deploy close on one of my flanks, so I left him 12 inches <laughs> because the glade guard don't really shoot up the dwarves that well. Right. But at close range, they're pretty deece. So you can whittle down a small unit like that, like 14-man unit pretty easily, and the dryads can mop them up. And then the other thing I did was kill a small unit of miners. And so he's taking fun. all kinds of fucking that kind of bullshit that comes on around you, comes on behind you. and Yeah. So I avoided a big warrior block, a big hammer block with his general in it, and I got everything else. Yeah. So Okay. It was a good game. All right. Well, what have you been up to in the freaking modeling world? Uh, not too much. I placed my order for all the models I need for Core Comp. After I let you down on the Marathi? <laughs> yeah. So I happened to look online today because it's Morathi, or whatever her name is, on a store on a Pegasus. The last time I looked, there I had to wait like a month to find one that wasn't being sold that was painted yeah. with an arbitrarily high buy it now price. <laughs> and thankfully, I happened to look on there today, and there was a buy it now for twenty bucks. There so you I go. immediately <laughs> scooped it up. <laughs> I know I have one somewhere, and I might have even put it aside for you. But fuck if I know where it's and the at. Shipping was only nineteen ninety five, right? <laughs> well, it's five bucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's decent. Anyway. So that's on the way. I got two of those. So I'm going to be using three Moratai's on Pegasus with slight conversions to differentiate them to represent the Warhawk Riders. Yeah, okay. And then the Eagle Rider is still going to be on the list, but it's going to be represented by a different model. Okay. Which is going to be top secret Ooh. until the day of. <laughs> nice. Okay. <clears throat> but I haven't started on anything yet. But that's it cool. should be showing up. I want to... There's a couple other loose ends i got to tie up with the banners and stuff like that to bring them up to speed. And So I'm going to do a batch here, probably bang them out in one week. 
Most of the ends around here are kind of loose, Jill. <laughs> Bang them out in one week. All right. That's cool. Stakes. What the fuck have I been doing? I've been working on fucking all kinds of random shit because I don't want to end up in a position where modeling or painting is a chore anymore. So I've been fucking painting in Orctonian. Got the third bore done, and the orc's about halfway done, so they'll be done in the next few days. Uh, I've been working on Is a freaking three bores and three orcs on top. It'll be the third one. <laughs> That's a third of of a, s- a single lance, dude. You're a third of a unit done. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I've uh, been working on a minotaur shaman for the bull ogre butcher. Fire belly. Fire yeah. belly. I don't know where I'm going with it yet. Sometimes I look at it and I really like it. It's a conversion. We're going to, later on, once it's all done, have a, have a name that model competition on what it's built off of. Give away some of the fucking giant stack of prizes that we've been collecting, that people have been donating in. So, Okay. Uh, so I've been doing that. I also, with all the ogre talk, pulled out the freaking Reichland ogre box and started looking at all the ogres I had in there. <laughs> so I determined that... Maybe I'd make a little progress on them. I pulled out one of the guys. <laughs> There's a unit of four that were about three-quarters of the way, halfway, three-quarters of the way done. So I pulled out one of those guys, and he said I'd just sculpt on them a little bit at a time, just like I do with the with the bull ogres. So I've been putting in some time on the Reichland ogres again. Mm-hmm. Those fuckers look so cool, man. It's, uh, it's really fun to see that come together. So okay. I'm having fun with that. Maybe and they're going to pull ahead of the bull ogres here. No, nah, that's not going to happen. Competition. <laughs> yeah, I won't. I probably won't get either of them done until the next ogre book comes out. <laughs> I'll wait until we we'll see how the next one shapes up <laughs> yeah. before, I com- before I commit fully. <laughs> uh, so, and then other than that, I started painting up a few of the best agora that I built and primed. So, so lots of different little things going on, but uh, it's been really fun. I've been having a good time with it. So, okay, I got finally got my stuff from Blue Table Painting. They cool. uh, so I had a take. Uh, it was literally like three or four months, <laughs> okay. but he really went out of his way. He, he you know he recognized that I kind of got overlooked there, and I was paying with a gift certificate from Adepticon, so I wasn't really in a hurry or anything. And mm-hmm. he threw in a bunch of extra stuff, so it worked out really well. He, what I got a bunch did. of Bretonian stuff. Boy, get out of here, boy. Bullet, all uh, cleaned up and then based and built. So. Most of the stuff looks really good. The nights are all cleaned up really well. I was pretty happy with what I ended up with. Okay. Um, cool. So, yeah, I think they're they're worthwhile. You know what you're going to do with them? Uh, no, nah, not yet. I've been What I've been thinking about doing is actually gathering an army and then just paying someone to paint it just as an extra thing to game with. So oh, I don't know if it'll be that or maybe I'll do that with high elves or something. Maybe that's what I should do with my demons. <laughs> I've been looking at uh, Miniature Painting Authority, which is based out of here in Wisconsin. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll contact those guys. Or Yeah, so it'd just be nice to have a different army to mix it up with. Right now, like I said, I'm leaning towards doing that with high elves. When you go on eBay, you can always buy painted armies from China or wherever the fuck. China. Yeah, but you're looking at over a grand. So I'm thinking if I gather the models, probably have something decently painted for a decent amount of money, whatever. Maybe. I'll start looking Depends into what it. your definition of decent is. Right. It's not going to be fucking HPB standard. HPB minus bear standard. Yeah. <laughs> <What>? Zing. <laughs> bear. It's pretty expensive just to even get a mediocre to poor paint uh, job done. Yeah, they do 4 to $7 uh, per rank of file, dude. And I'd probably pay the full amount or maybe a little bit more than that even to have them done really well by their standards. Um, so we'll see where it ends up, though. Wouldn't be too bad. 
No, it would be nice to have another painted army to play with, and I can just fucking get them to do everything. Mm-hmm. Base. I'll, I'll send them models. Maybe they'll... I don't know. I don't know how it works yet, but I'm looking into that. We'll see. Just as a way for us to mix it up. But it's going to be two Bretonian armies you'll have then? Yeah, oh. if I run that way with the Bretonians. <laughs> <laughs> I do have... There are a lot of cool bits on there, so okay. we'll see how that goes. Dogs of War! Yeah, that'd be awesome, too. I'm really inspired by Dogs of War, so for some reason. Oh, one thing about Every the blue table stuff. While. They glued all the knights to the horses, which really chapped my hide. Because <laughs> for painting, you, you have to pop that shit off there. <laughs> I glue it on. Shields glued on? Uh, I don't even know if they included shields. If they're questers, they won't. What kind are they? Yeah, shields are included and glued on. So There was uh, questers, grail, and knights of the realm. Mm-hmm. That was a, a bunch of men-at-arms as well. Do any of the grail knights resemble the grail knight? <laughs> Uh, not so much. <laughs> yeah, other than that, like I said, I signed up for Core Comp. So I paid, submitted my list, and I wrote up a fluff piece, which you might or might not hear as a part of this cast. <laughs> Gather around me, friends. <laughs> the wild herd stirs. <laughs> I like the braise. <laughs> if you can hear it, the braise scream. Ah! <laughs> 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 oh, you scared bully. <laughs> yeah, the cat took off with the quickness. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brace screams of the shit, dude. Bully knew the wild hunt had begun. <laughs> so Any saber tusk would be prey. <laughs> bully climb a fucking tree, man, and get right away. Convert an ogre to ride bully. <laughs> Morn tusk. First thing I had to do is create some kind of rubber band saddle <laughs> so I can take him on and off from time to time. You like little rubber band hoops for him. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he clomps instead of yeah. sneaks like a kitty. Clomps around. <laughs> All right, uh, that's that. That's fucking you that. fucking boys been watching or reading anything interesting lately? I've been listening to some Kevin Smith podcasts. Oh, yeah? Which ones? Jane and Bob get fucking old. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, quite Although, I do get kind of irritated because Kevin kind of talks down a bit to Jay sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, why is he rude to him like that? Does it remind you of a relationship? <laughs> Maybe it's With just the for the cast. next to you? <laughs> I'm used to the abuse. <laughs> Maybe muses, too. Either way, I like their cast a lot. It's really entertaining. Um, for sure. The one with uh, Ralph Garman's really good, too, Hollywood Babylon. Okay. That one's also way up there. And then since him and his wife been doing, like, a radio show or an internet radio thing every day on Sir Radio, mm-hmm. I guess Sir Radio is kind of redundant, on Sir... Um, they kind of pull out bits and still release a podcast. Is like it's called Plus One, but then the podcast becomes Plus One per diem. It's just the best parts of every day. So mm-hmm. those are pretty entertaining because they always have really interesting guests and decent chatter. So interesting. Yeah, he's all about fucking radio shows now. Yeah. Then I don't know if he's making any money or not, but it sounds like he's having a good time. So other than that, I'm I listen to a lot of fucking Corolla podcasts still. Uh-huh. Corolla puts out so many fucking podcasts, but it, guy cracks me up. So. <laughs> are there any Derby podcasts, Bear? Bear, I think there are. Yeah, I think Ginger said there were. But I mean, I don't know. I, I probably listen to about as many of those as I listen to Warhammer podcasts. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, I did have been reading a good series lately. The um, good book, the first. Law series by John, no, Joe, Joe Abercrombie. And Fitch? No, just Abercrombie. Okay. You dropped okay. Fitch. Yeah, you dropped Fitch. To you dropped that loser, uh, <laughs> that loser Fitch. What is that about? It's fucking dead weight. It's a fantasy series. It's 
often compared to George R. R. Martin. I mean, it's not to that. It's, I mean, elaborate level. It's really not that elaborate, but you know, it's it's comparable. It's mature, kind of low fantasy. So no magic, no. Well, there is magic and stuff, but it's not no like, elves and shit like that. Or? Yeah, there's not. There's only like maybe one or maybe just a little smaller elements of fantasy involved. But, okay. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like your wiener. <laughs> yeah, smaller <laughs> elements of fantasy. Smaller elements of penis. <laughs> All right, well, I highly recommend it. Uh, I don't know. I'm still listening to book one of the Game of Thrones or. Uh, Song of Fire and Ice, whatever the fuck it is. Game of Thrones. Yeah, it's Game of Thrones. So, I'm, the first I'm, book is the Game of Thrones. Yeah, the first in the book. series. So I'm listening. Song of Ice and Fire. Thanks, Bear. <laughs> I'm listening to book one still. I'm almost at the end of the third section of the first book. That's about almost 300 five-minute segments. <laughs> but it's fucking nice. most entertaining, yeah. Um, they just found Benjamin Stark's dudes across the wall that were dead. And yeah. Eddard has been imprisoned by Cersei. Mm-hmm. And there's some fucking good shit going on. Daenerys is getting ready to burst with that child. Ready to burst the little baby. Yeah, the fucking... What's uh, Drogo up to? Drogo, the last thing they said about him was how his manhood was glistening in the moonlight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So, pretty sweet. My reading is not going too well right now because I've been stuck on this fucking Dragonlance book. This just isn't hasn't been very good. <laughs> it's like the fucking new series about the Salamnic Knights. Love the old Dragonlance stuff. Not so sure about the so new. It was all written by the same guy. Uh, it was a I think it was Richard Knack or someone. It was a big name in in those books. Mm-hmm. But uh, it just started off real slow. It's it's been getting better though. With, so. with that stuff, I've always only tr- tried to stick with. Things written by Weiss and Hickman. Yeah, those are always real solid fucking authors. Some of the best, in my opinion, but what the fuck do I know? Um, let's talk about some other casts. Black Library. Oh, but we did get some Black Library books from Christian. I don't know if we talked about those on the last we cast. Did. But those will be some giveaways before too long. Bear, if you want to read any of those, you're welcome. Old Bubble Senesis. I haven't been able to Compendium. bring myself to reading a... This Warhammer novel, yeah. That one's a complete omnibus. The Black Hearts or Black Hearts. So that one might be good. It's a complete series. I've been thinking about reading it as well before we give it away. <laughs> the others Why are, are stained. Why are these pages stuck together? Yeah, who knows what they do to Warhammer books in Canada? <laughs> <laughs> Cost them twenty-two Canadian dollars to mail that here. <laughs> Which is, is like what is that real money? Mail well, considering. Considering the state of our economy, that's like 60 American dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Other podcasts. Uh, Can Hammer, number seven. I was thinking catching up with that. They had a little chat about us. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Did they now? Thanks for the coverage, boys. Any shout-outs are welcome. <laughs> the episode, I've been catching up on some of the older ones that I've been missing. So, Ohio Hammer, the one about blood in the sun. Mm-hmm. I talked for quite a while about yours truly. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, my beast yeah, man, glistening in moonlight. <laughs> my beast man, the latest garage hammer. Yeah, uh, there's a long debate on painting at tournaments and stuff. Like yeah, that. they do talk about you several times. I just listened to that today. In fact, he wouldn't say what they said though. Uh, nothing bad. They just refer to. They're kind of having what an argument. Conclusion. Well, they're having an argument about count how much painting overall. should be involved. Yeah, whether painting should count in the total scores or not. Mm-hmm. And. Most people seem to think that it should, but I got the idea that they felt painting was kind of a crutch and tournaments should be about gaming. Or not them, but I think Dave well, was leaning that that's way. That's what crappy painters would say. Isn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> nice. 
I don't know. Either way, I think the fucking it just depends it wasn't, it, on what your that's definition why. of the hobby is. Right. I think Chris, Chris it depends on the organizer way. of the tournament as well, like the way they want to set it up and what yeah. they want to reward. Well, they point that out, too, that, uh, like, you can go to fucking, what's the GW one? Our Boys. Yeah, the Our Boys stuff. Or you can go to something like Raj Podge where paint don't matter for shit. It's mm-hmm. all gaming. Um, or, I don't know. Adepticon is like that, but painting doesn't really count for anything. Right. You can have a midi, you know, you just paint three colors, do a whatever job, and you get all the points. Mm-hmm. So, sure. Because I was on, for that big game, I won all three games. I was on the third or fourth table. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I might do pretty good since I'm painted a lot better than these other ones. And but I still was like four or five down. Basically, they didn't really shift me at all. Right. So. Yeah, that was kind of the gist of their conversation. That's, it was a really worthwhile yeah. and interesting conversation, I thought. Okay. Um, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, I think paint should be worth like 75% of your total score at the tournament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then, uh, what was the other one? Wallcast, they gave us a shout-out. Their episode, I was like 60, 61 or 62. Yeah, that was it. Those boys hung up their mics. And I'm like, Bowed out, I guess. So they're done with the, with the podcasting thing. Are they gonna keep? They're gonna keep their blog going. Yeah, they're gonna right? keep the blog, and I think they're gonna release videos and stuff still once in a while, and oh. little blurbs Let's once in a while. Now. But they're not gonna try for the full cast anymore. But uh, yeah, I so didn't see him at Blood and the Sun. Nah, they weren't even there. Pretty sure they're coming to Core Comp, uh, one or both of them. Uh, uh, so yeah, I think uh, Joe Flesh is staying where we're staying. So. With McClure. Let's give a shout-out to Tom McClure who's given us a place to stay at Core Comp Friday and Saturday night. I've already promised not to puke in the bathtub. You didn't say anything about jizz <laughs> on the couches, though. No, that I didn't say. <laughs> no promises. I have to bring some spackle so we can repair any holes that get put in the some wall. pet stain remover mm-hmm. might do the trick. <laughs> I'm not going to make it to this one, but I can lend you a jar of bear butter if you guys <laughs> think it'll come in handy. Once we all get naked and start rubbing up against each other, we're going to need some kind of lube, so you better if I could... You know, they don't want any bastard butter because it comes out of my back door. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be late September. You might not have the heat on. So that's a big form of big man ball, just like the bees. Keep warm. Worst case scenario, we burn the bear butter because it'll burn like oil. <laughs> we start burning ungor. <laughs> nice. This, every jar of bear butter is hand-wrung out of my back hair by Crystal. <laughs> <laughs> That's like her favorite job. During intercourse. <laughs> Coitus, if you will. <laughs> Coitus, if you will. All right, let's take a quick fucking break here, and then we'll fucking get back on it. Thank you. 
fucking sad. <laughs> okay. All right, let's fucking get back to it. Let's talk about fucking news and rumors, boys. What's up in the news and rumors category? The rumor is Bully has a shit tail. Correct. <laughs> that, well, that was a fucking rumor a long time ago. That was big news when it struck. I don't know. Uh, I don't think there is any news or rumors. <laughs> no. We're not going to talk about ogres, and we're not going to talk about fucking Storm and Magic. If you want to see that shit, go on the fucking forum. You don't need to hear us repeat it like Hammer. every other podcast did. Bad so nice. Yeah. Garage Hammer. There was like, f- I listened to through four complete reviews of Storm of Magic. So <laughs> I never once bought a book. I never looked any of it up, but I know all about it. So that's pretty solid. You know the stats on the Yeti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the cold one is frenzied. Check out our fucking webpage at pointhammer.com. Send us an email at pointhammered at gmail.com. You can also hit us up at uh, the bastard at pointhammer.com. Same for the Raj or the Bear. And then uh, go to our forum or email us if you want to get in on a fucking T-shirt. We're having a second round of T-shirts. Send us your size. Second week in September, Bear's going to take the shit off to the printers. And then uh, shit will go out. If you don't pay, you're not guaranteed to get the shirt you want. So we already got several takers. Yeah. No one else is allowed to fucking bitch after this. We don't have your goddamn size. <laughs> if you don't fucking get in now, I'm going to tell you to suck my balls. Mm-hmm. So there you go. <laughs> I want to talk about... Wait, new stickers. The form. Oh. We got some new fucking stickers, too. Match our skull logo. Buck each. Check them out on the site. Been a pretty fucking hot ticket item. So you're going to be seeing these everywhere pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I want to do the, the forum. Nugget of gold. or oh, never you... did come up with a name. Yeah. But... This one's going to be a shout-out to Domus for his cropping of the lead belly, or fire belly. <laughs> um, new ogre mage. And it's it's his new avatar on the Point Hammered Forum. Yes. And it's carefully cropped. And from the right angle, it appears to be a blowing like A really long, pale shaft. <laughs> the fire belly looks like it's got a dick in its mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Just quite say it bluntly. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't figure it out, <laughs> it's pretty fucking funny. So yeah. get on there and check out Domus's avatar, if nothing else. So Domus is in the the nuggety forum <laughs> raffle. <laughs> That's fucking two people <laughs> so far. Once we get maybe ten, then we'll do a random drawing. How about that? I was thinking four or five. Oh, okay. We'll go with Raj. All right. Uh, what else do we got? Upcoming tourneys. Core comp. We talked about. Maybe I'll read off this fucking fluff. What do you guys think about that? I'd Would you like to get it. a good chuckle at my Beastman fluff? Is there any talking back and forth I would, today? No, no, it's all like, like a... kind of third party because I didn't feel like getting into the mind of the Beastman in just a few paragraphs. Uh, I would be delighted to hear your fluff, Johnny. I might all add right. some sound effects if I deem them appropriate. Okay. All right. Let me put it on. <laughs> Here we go. The Wild Herd. That's the title. <laughs> The lion-headed beast of the plains had wandered for years. He, car- he carried little with him, aside from the huge axe that he had claimed from a great champion of the gods that he had felled. When battle was upon him, the axe glowed a dull blue, as eager as its master was to taste spilled blood. Over time, the great beast had become consumed with a desire to fight, to kill, and to consume his defeated enemy. <laughs> it became his obsession... And so he roved on. Outrage! Challenging and slaying any foe he came across that would do battle. Thomas! <laughs> His solitary wandering ended early one morning. Where am I? As the sun's light brightened the mountains and fields, but had yet to penetrate the deep forest canopy. 
<laughs> he found himself in the midst of the great forest that made up the heart of the old world. There he encountered a great beast herd. <laughs> his, his honed feline senses made him aware of their presence in the forest long before they became aware of him. Swing! <laughs> he bellowed a challenge to the beasts that were scattered about the woods. Beast! A great roar that was heard far and wide. Ah! <laughs> Many a beast, both large and small, cowered at the sound. The lord of the herd, a great goat man with two sets of huge horns curling up above his head, responded with fury. Who enters? <laughs> <laughs> the entire host bore witness to the battle between the two mighty creatures. It was a ferocious combat, brutal beyond description. The goat-headed beast was eventually maimed, losing a hand at the wrist. Ah, fuck. He fought, <laughs> he fought on, infuriated at the loss. His savagery was legendary, right up until his last breath, when the blue glowing axe sheared off the right side of his skull. Two of his horns, still attached to the severed piece of skull, lay on the moss of the forest floor. Nothing? <laughs> There's no sound from I'm pause. You could have done like a... Funk. <laughs> what the? <laughs> there's no. There's no sound from moss. <laughs> All right. Not one beast of the surrounding herd dared to challenge the great lion Not man. Not I. As he drank Not the blood I. and consumed the heart of the fallen goat lord. As he fed, he became keenly aware of the amount of death and battle that he could disseminate at the head of the vast beast herd. Swing! His mind reeled at the thought. Visions of glory, horrific battles, and rivers of blood raged in his thoughts. He embraced the end of his solitary life with a great roar. <laughs> and the guttural brays of his new herd joined his mighty din. <laughs> the cacophony rose up out of the deep woods. Preceding the horror that his herd was to bring. <laughs> Johnny E. Hastings, Core Comp 2011. <laughs> All rights reserved. That's pretty solid. <laughs> now we got to get Raj on. Next episode, Raj is bringing some fluff, baby. <laughs> All right. It's a deal. So that's what the beast herd's bringing. That's how that lion headed man came to lead the goat men. Of the old world. What are the origins of all the unis, though? Have you thought about that? That's one of my whimsical, as the ultimate Deepest chaos god. Darkest secrets. <laughs> the one pinnacle. Wait till I convert the hungry unicorn beast man. <laughs> <laughs> I thought feathers was on the top of the beast man. Give it up for feathers. Cadillac and Tom Cruise. Hey. I see Grant posted a link to that on Facebook. Yeah, to episode Unicorn. one for Planet hey. Unicorn. Yeah. Pretty entertaining. Hey. All right, anyways, that's my fucking core comp spiel. Nice. I encourage anybody who's not signed up and is in the Midwest to go check it out. This is the last year of Core Comp. Alex, we'd love to have you there. The same list as the Blood and the Sun list? Yeah, it is. Come. Sadly, I'm not building or painting any beast, man. I'm not putting myself through what it would take to paint those fucking Vestigor. Okay. And I won't lie, it probably won't happen for North Star either. <laughs> but maybe I'll fucking hit some motivation somewhere. We'll see. I'm pretty much set on these, these Warhawks. Yeah. Same list, Warhawks instead of Ward Answers, I'm, and a couple less Glade Guard. Yeah. 
the difference between 14 and 12 is really negligible. Sure. I'm just kind of sick of fucking getting in that position where you're stressed and it sucks, so I'm not going to do it. I'm done, man. Motherfucker, say what? All right, me and uh, I gotta hold on to every hair I can. <laughs> you son of a bitch! <laughs> I pull my hair out here. Me and Roger going to uh, future episode. We're gonna record a battle report episode. It's gonna be Beastmen versus Wood Elves. And the only rule is there's gonna be a special rule to this that you have to take the shit lore available to yeah your army, and you can't take any other lore. So we're gonna have a level four. I'm going to have lore of Athel Lauren. I will have four. a level four on the... Lord of the Wild! <laughs> so we're going to fucking suck it up and see if we can make these shitty lores actually accomplish something. I'm looking forward to it. Of course Maybe you are, because we'll I have no list. way to kill yeah. a fucking tree man without a fucking decent magic lore. Our, my North Star list. I'll be switching out to tree. Treekins. Yeah. Let's see how you can tangle with those beasts. Okay, that might give me a somewhat of a chance. Reason to live. <laughs> Keep a loaded revolver. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Table. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go get my concealed carry permit so I can sneakily and stealthily carry a pistol everywhere I go here in Wisco now. <laughs> Are there politicians. Any no carry places? What's that? Are there any? Are there going to be like a no carry? Yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings has a no carry sign up. Century mm-hmm. has a no carry policy. Walmart, I think, has a no-carry policy. Well, I don't know is how do you enforce that. Yeah, it ain't like they year. pat motherfuckers down. You think Walmart would let people carry guns because one day... It's like their core. Yeah. Core <laughs> Or firearm-wielding. Yeah. Killabillies. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> yeah, don't they sell, like, discount ammunition there or something? I don't know, do they? I used to go to Fleet Farm for that. Do you know something I don't know, Bear? <laughs> All right, anyways, let's talk about the feckin' contest that uh, Cranky Lawyer's got going on. So you can win a freaking battalion box, email, post on our forum, whatever. Send into us somehow a rip on fucking Christopher from Garage Hammer. Why you think he should be replaced and by whom? We do have a post on the forum where, I don't recall the poster, but it was also a jive-in for Michael Ork Duncan. Oh. Okay. So if a cat named Eugene is throwing one out, this is our fucking first entry. I'm not... Okay. Some grammar issues. Yeah. <laughs> a typical Anyways. point hammered fan. <laughs> the point of his post is the best pick for a coho seems obvious. Michael Lark Duncan. <laughs> I fucking made a deal, boy. I should take some new pics of them orcs. Yeah, you really should. First one didn't turn out too great. Before you give the fucking light box back that you're trying to steal, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Get those dogs of war picks taken? Uh, I did not. Oh. I will. Yeah, okay. I'm waiting for somebody to leave my household. Ah, I see. <laughs> you don't want her getting pissed and smashing them? <laughs> yeah. So i kind of been storing the wood elves. There's no good place to hide them, really. So I, you don't want to. I just put them out in the open, but they're underneath a bunch of other boxes, so it would be a lot of work to if she ever wanted to destroy. You don't want a Dan Rude over Legends or something. A Dan Rude type situation. Yeah. yeah, you can leave them here. I might masturbate to them secretly. <laughs> the bloody hand. Sticky, <laughs> white sticky stuff all over the tree woman. Ah, you must have put that on when you did the blood, bro. Extra glistening and milky today. <laughs> smells kind of funny, too. <laughs> yeah, let's fucking move on. Aroma. We're getting fucking dragged down here, boys. Oh, man. Bogged down. Bro. What's next on the list? Looks like we got fucking Bear Cares. What's up with the Bear Cares? Does the Bear care? He's back for... Ah. 
Oh, he does care. I'll be goddamn. I don't know if he can top. page here. Top that previous fucking Yeah, I know. Nothing's going to top that. So, I mean, prepare to be disappointed, boys. I mean, it's the usual thing. Yeah. Yeah. Preparation for disappointment. Hit it, Bear. Okay. <laughs> well, Chris M. sent me a question via the podcast like three months ago, so it's about time I get to answering it. But I'm not. Right. I've got um, something special <laughs> for all you boners this episode. You're going to fucking backburner Chris M. for like the sixth month in a row? <laughs> Jesus, Bear. You um, give love a bad name. <laughs> This is the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Go into the music. All right. Oh, Sorry, Bear. We can interrupt all night, you know? <laughs> yeah, I know. So, as you've probably noticed from the constant shit I've been receiving for it, I've gotten involved in roller derby. <laughs> well, it turns out there's a tradition that derby girls have that I think should be adopted by the Warhammer community. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, all right. What is the tradition of derby wives? Uh. Derby wives are basically your <laughs> best friend nice. in the derby community, regardless of team affiliation, region, or sexual orientation. And it is quite common to have multiple derby wives. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and be the first to proclaim Tom McClure, Joe Rogers, and Johnny Hastings <laughs> as my three Warhammer wives. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Gomez. Suck it. Of course, I'm crying. A Warhammer wife differs from a Derby wife in that typically Derby wives have a non-sexual relationship. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the comparison still stands. <laughs> so, boys, who would be on your Warhammer wife list? <laughs> well, I might be going. Uh, Ginger Buddha on this one. <laughs> GB? Yeah. Yeah. If he I moves think. up to Wisconsin, if I got to move to Illinois, I don't know. But it would be nice <laughs> to have a big fucking domus to snuggle with in the evening hours. A big snuggly domey. On those fucking quiet, cold Wisconsin nights. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could I could get along with this this Ginger Buddha. This Warhammer wife. But I think Dave Benero could be like my Warhammer mother-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it's like a love-hate relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and if any of you boners take a look at my my uh, po- my um, Facebook page, I've already got a little section of the side Warhammer Wives with you two and who are on it. Nice. Well, on what? Facebook. Facebook. Uh, you can categorize your friends now. So oh. sure. <laughs> you son of a bitch. All right. Who else do we got? Do, do we get to pick three or what? Can we be polyamorous or well? Yeah. As many as you think is necessary to fulfill your to your I don't oh, like Warhammer. Chad Hansen. <laughs> He's a nice meaty wife. <laughs> <laughs> I talk to him weekly on the team speak as well. I go somewhat pretty, like maybe Grant Fetter. <laughs> nice. Maybe I could get a real bear sandwich going. I go for a fucking like Dave from Garage Hammer, <laughs> fucking Domus. <laughs> Jared Horseman. White Tech. Domus and yeah, horsemen. Yeah. <laughs> a big fucking sexy, oily mess, man. We're going to put down a fucking one of those little kiddie pools and just fill it with like an inch of oil. And then we're all going to jump in naked. <laughs> <laughs> just writhing mounds of man flesh. <laughs> and boners. Flipping over the sides and like all right. down the edges and stuff. <laughs> I don't know how far we should take this, boys. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've had a three-quarter chub already. <laughs> yeah. 
I can tell. You started touching it when it started tingling. It's <laughs> <laughs> arm motion. Nice. All right. Fuck it. That's the Bear Gears. <laughs> <laughs> What's Fuck fucking it. next? Uh, we got a nug? Going to drop a nug on us this week or what, buddy? Yeah, we got a... This one's a collaboration nug. Ah. i the bear in on this one. This is just the nugget, because we never really talked about it, but the Army display base for the Wood Elves. Yeah. All I mentioned was... We mentioned previously it was a game changer, man. You mentioned that it was the future. And then we mentioned... Displayboards. I casually mentioned it, that the bear helped out when I was talking about the wood elves in general. But now, we're both here. We can talk You're queer. About, we're used to we're it. proud. <laughs> yeah, so... And they actually... The tutorial about it is up on the Raj Lodge. Or you can go to the Point Hammered Forum and you can see it there, too. But the, basically, the idea is... It's your army display board, you know, that two feet by three feet piece of foam that's flocked and whatever well done and you put your army on there that you usually you know you usually see at a tournament and the idea is 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 there's a sheet of metal underneath that flock and then your movement trays are magnetized to that thing and then the models are magnetized to the movement tray yeah and but you don't just that's not the case itself because you know, that shit can't really travel well. It gets stinged around. It can still get knocked. Shit can, even though it's magnetized, it can still get knocked off of there. Yeah. And you can't stack it. So the Army display board itself has four holes drilled in the bottom of it. And then it sits on four pegs on a piece of hardboard, which is attached to the cover of a big plastic. Of a tall plastic bin. Yeah, your run-of-the-mill plastic bin. And then you just put the cover on the bin. So think of like your run-of-the-mill plastic bin. You get a Shopco or Kmart or whatever yep. your local store is, and you just flip that over. So then the top is actually the bottom, and then you just put the cover over it, and it snaps into place, and it fucking travels great. And you're always ready for a game. <laughs> just yeah, pop that bitch off. Two seconds on a pretty snap. army board. Yeah. So it's pretty. It's pretty fucking sweet. It looked like people were impressed with it. Yeah. I know Jordal, or not Jordal, maybe he's building one. But <laughs> Mike Gerald and Kevin Bruins uh, were building their own, improving it. One thing was I wanted a nice tall bin because I was thinking about putting a big tree in there and stuff like that. Yeah. So you're kind of limited on sizes because you go from, like, medium size. So the Wood Elf one is quite, it's maybe a little, uh, 22 inches by maybe 16 inches is probably the smallest one you could find yeah one thing or the to biggest know. that's that that isn't just absolutely fucking huge because <laughs> it goes from like way too small to that size right and just fucking gargantuan like four feet wide so you might have to look around to find when i've like thought about making three. them you know i've always just assumed i'd build my own custom box just that way i could make whatever size i wanted but <laughs> mm-hmm <laughs> but if you have the skill, uh, the nice thing about this is it's really light. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, pretty easy to move around. Where I've seen like Chad Hansen's custom box, 
It's kind he of made a fucking, out of it's heavy. It's kind of a bear. Really, yeah. <laughs> well, he's basically got his skilled. his nightstand that he brings with him, doesn't he? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. I I think the legend is working on one as well. Yeah, be out of wood, but yours it's yours size wise that Woodoff army isn't that big, and that base is well covered in models. So mm-hmm. I don't think that would suffice for the Beastman army. No, that wouldn't. That I'm rocking. I think I'd be fucking quickly out of space. Three of those units are skirmishers. Yeah. And they take up double the space, roughly, yeah. yeah. All right. If you had some ranked units, it depends on the area. It's small for most armies, but I think you could squeeze them on. It wouldn't be that pretty. And that display board isn't... It'd be all and all right. as far as prettiness. That'd be my, my main complaint with it is that it's kind of flat. Mm-hmm. Um, just isn't that interesting versus that the one I carry around is huge and it sucks to carry around. But when it's all set up, it looks really good. You've got multiple mm-hmm. tiers. and So my idea sure. for that would be to go back and then add some stuff, little bits and bobs. <laughs> but those would just be <laughs> magnetized. Uh, so you add like a tree. Or, or, you know, a big tree of woe or whatever else kind of nice stuff you want to add. Yeah. Because I was thinking about Eric Hagen's display base for his empire. Sure. And it was always it's like a two, two-tiered, two like a hill, and it had a tree on it. And then this last year at Adepticon, he went back and put up these really nice tents that were really well-modeled. Yeah. And intricate, and they had, like, nice freehand work on them and stuff, and a really really added a lot so even those little elements that you just plop on top of the base i think can really help out but is there anything you would do differently bear you mean for my for, for building um, myself if you're gonna well, recommend if somebody else is gonna do it well it depends on your level of skill i with uh handling wood i suppose <laughs> i think we're all pretty seasoned to that <laughs> But what I originally kind of envisioned it was also making making this instead of making just a big chunk of styrofoam, actually making like a box with a drawer in the back so I can shove all my crap inside of the actual army display board. Mm-hmm. Then with the with the um, with just a cover, you know, like a box, like the top, like the bottom of the bin is, you know, the upside down bin is on there, just uh-huh. a box that goes over it and just clips on or something. So that would be the only step I'd take further. Then I wouldn't have to drag around a separate. Like a bag, pile of shit, right. a bag or pile of shit with me, you know. Your dice and it would and your be heavy, and your measuring it would be, tapes. So be clunky and heavy, but at the same time, you know, it's still it's everything's right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, it'd be the ultimate like I figure like tournament, you know, army setup is the way I look at it. Or gaming, like if you want to come yeah, over here gaming. and game. Yeah, yeah. just traveling, you know. If you're right, not, that's a key. You know, you could actually probably do that same idea, even with the one that I have currently. If you just hollow out. The pink, the foam underneath, yeah. and create a hollow space because <clears throat> um, it's going to sit flush, and then you can hollow out like a maybe. But then the pins—you have to do something different than. Yeah, it depends the where your pins still. are and stuff. But you could easily have it the yeah. shape of a Warhammer book, and then room for a dice bag and a couple other key things. Yeah. So, so anyway, that was that was pretty close to the original of Warhammer carrying technology. And now, if I you know, <laughs> don't bother. You know, if I decide not to start a new army, I could always do a, just a new army base for the ogres and add a few models to it and mm-hmm. do something like that to make them more. Because right now I also have a gigantic styrofoam <laughs> display board. Yeah, so <laughs> rivaling for a while we all, all three of us had them, and so they all kind of just have to rest on top. Yeah, they get beat up. Mine, mine always ends up under a table at a tournament, and then all the corners are jacked because I step on the fucking corners the whole time I'm playing. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm like, eh, who cares? I'm not going to go back and fix it. Things like four times too big anyway. So 
It's just not practical. And it weighs like fucking 15 or 20 pounds. <laughs> it's like hardboard and then all the styrofoam and then all the flock and material that goes on top. Yeah, so that should give you a good idea. I mean, you can incorporate some steps. I mean, even just magnetizing your display board would be nice for walking around at tournaments. Yeah, it really would. It's always kind of a little shady. Always tipping off. You know, Especially if you have nice big models, yeah. Sure. That's the nug. The nug. All right, let's fucking uh, take a little break, and then we'll get on to the main show topic. Watching bears negative knowledge. <laughs> Motherfuckers, we back. We got some fucking griping to do too. <laughs> I went and bought the fucking latest white dwarf today. The yeah. nine dollar white dwarf. Just Mostly $9? because, well, with the tax, it was nine dollars and fifty cents. Oh, okay. Well worth it, I imagine. Well, because I like the fucking blow ogre cock. Yeah, it was pretty well worth it. But <laughs> those with the subscription get hosed. Have to wait till Monday, bear. Wait, didn't you say you had a subscription? Well, supposedly, as a as hosting an independent grand tournament, I automatically get a free subscription. But I have yet to see a white dwarf yet. <laughs> Call him up, dude. Great yeah, battle. I, I could probably bitch at him, but honestly, I just don't care that much. <laughs> I, I keep nicking him every month. <laughs> I walk back up before you get home. <laughs> hey, they always arrive on that Sight. Monday, so Roger's just fucking waiting by your mailbox there. So, anyways, it's decent though. I like all the ogre shit. For once, I haven't seen one in yeah. Decent, decent. Uh, for that price, I should be able to like curl it into like a cylinder and fuck it. <laughs> but well, I think you could. Yeah, you might get some paper cuts. Paper cuts around the base of my shaft <laughs> <laughs> and the head, which would be sticking out the other end. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyways, speaking of magazines. <laughs> I was listening to the Bad Dice, and they had uh, they were talking about Unseen Lurker on there. So I was checking that out, and I'm a butt hair away from subscribing to that shit. Oh, cool. Yeah. I really like what they're doing. If you go on their webpage, you can see um, like a decent amount of every issue that comes out before you buy or whatever. So it's pretty sweet. It's pretty sweet what they got going. I did have an idea for them, or for White Dwarf if they wanted to do it. Um, but did you guys remember back in the day, like when Hustler magazine was big, and they would do like Beaver Hunt or something? You could send in a picture of your wife's pussy, and they would put it like in the front of the magazine, <laughs> like in that section. So that, that might be a fucking pretty cool, like similar to the Beaver Hunt, but in like a, on a gaming sense where okay, you send in a picture. 
you know, related to, they can just throw it out there like, ah, we want to see these kinds of conversions or these kinds of models. Send us what you have. So anybody that wants to, and if they don't get any, then they don't have to do that section. But if they do, then they could post it. And I guess what kind of got me thinking about it was once upon a time, they had challenged uh, Wayne Kemp to do a conversion to make those Minotaur, the new plastic Minotaur, look halfway decent. Mm -hmm. So, like, if they had thrown that out there, like, let's see your Minotaur conversions. I could send in my fucking uh, Minotaur Gorble BSB, pick a him, and I'll check that out. That actually might motivate me to finish painting it, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that'd be a cool thing. So if you had a cool conversion or a decent paint job yeah. you want to show off, and they could screen them so only the best of the best fucking actually appeared in the magazine. So. Or it could just be... Like the beaver hunt you mentioned. Yeah. You can just send him pictures of your wife's <laughs> pussy. <laughs> See, that was the 70s, though, when chicks had big beavers. Now it would be like fucking shaved little twat fucking hunt. Landing strips. Yeah. We would have fucking hunt for some landing strippage. No, it'd be, you can make a Warhammer theme, though. Like, look, chaos stars. <laughs> Bad moon tribe shields. <laughs> the, there is, I heard... Dudes that are generally unhairy, but like typically will still have hair in their butt crack. I've heard that referred to as the mohawk. <laughs> <laughs> you can fucking have a mohawk hunt. There's <laughs> like a bunch of dudes spreading their cheeks. <laughs> you want to take a look at my mohawk? <laughs> hey, Raj. <laughs> take a bite of my mohawk. <laughs> All right, anyways, that's just an idea. And I thought fucking Unseen Lurker was looking pretty cool, so check that out. What the fuck? I think we're on to the fucking main show topic, boys. Do we have a main show topic? Yeah, what the hell Official? is it? Did anybody tell me? Wapaka. Oh, oh, is that it? The big Wapaka announcement bear? <laughs> you confirm its existence? Give me that poster. I don't even know what the hell. <laughs> Bear's got the most fucking confused look on his face right now. <laughs> no, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's in the works. The announcement's been made. He's got preliminaries crack announced on the forum. He's got a crack team of web developers working on a fancy site for him. Yeah. Yeah. Rules gurus. Yeah. yeah, I've got the I've got the the top players in the game in their, in their respective fields on this, <laughs> writing up scenarios, putting together a fantastic website. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I'm just basically collecting money and telling people what to do. I mean, okay, so. spill some of the details. What? What can we expect that's going to be the same that people like from last year? Well, basically, if all the stuff you liked about WAPAC, and that's coming yeah. back, and all the stuff you didn't like, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what's so, the new stuff? Okay, so uh, what's going to stay the same is we're sticking with 2,000-point lists. Okay. Keep it a little smaller than all the other tournaments, just to kind of be unique. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I like to have... I like to make sure things keep moving, too, you know, so I think that... Yeah, you give them a nice two-and-a-half-hour window for play, correct? Yep. So for 2,000 points, points, yeah. Plus, it also, I think, eliminates a, a lot of the um, the cheesiness that can happen in the game of Warhammer when you limit to 2,000 points. It makes it a yeah, lot harder, harder to, to do shelter your list. To get everything that you want in there. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we're still going to have... Um, the mustache competition. I mm -hmm. think that's Saturday night at eight thirty, roughly. Yep. A little later this year, give people some more time to eat and chill out. We should chill have. Out. We're gonna have. We're gonna have some roller derby girls there again to judge it. More than three this time, by the. Oh yeah, quite really? A few. Yeah, I right? think we're gonna have quite a gaggle of a whole herd coming out. Derby of girls. Derby hens. <laughs> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> 
Um, we're going to have a charity raffle on Sunday as well. Okay. For the Humane Society again? No, this What's year for? we're looking for school supplies for needy kids. So right. Crystal's changing we're it up. The bear to school. I just do, you know, <laughs> that's her thing. I just go along with it. So okay. She yeah. puts it together. She is the rolls for rolls going to be around again? Or is that going to uh, be? I don't know because we don't. Unless we get, I don't know. Unless we're collecting toilet paper for the kids, I don't know how we're going to enact that one. What other kind of rolls are there? Tootsie rolls. That was my that was my main gripe with her with changing the changing the recipients because I really like the rolls for rolls thing. Just flowed off your tongue. (laughs) I really like the helping out of the humane society. Fuck the kids, man. They're all doomed anyway. Yeah, this is technically good. This is going to be the last WAP hack, I mean, because yeah. the world's going to end. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, we're not even going to have this WAP hack. No, we, we will, because no. it's December 2012. Oh, yeah, yeah. This okay. is yeah. I'm a retard. <laughs> yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Well, we also pushed it back to the weekend it was the first year, so hopefully it doesn't land on any... Big football, big football playoff games. Mm. Those so of us that are oblivious that? to that, yeah. What is the date? Uh, the 28th and the 29th of January. Okay. It also gives me an extra week to prepare. <laughs> nice. Once again, yeah, we'll have the Friday night will be open gaming. Saturday night will be open gaming. But yeah, let's see what else is. We're gonna have a blowjob barrel this year. A BJ barrel. We'll be on the lookout for. It. We'll see. Nice. Isn't people it on, were, is it on the flyer? No, it's I not thought I swore I saw it somewhere. It's on the point hammered forums uh. announcement. <laughs> oh. Raj just bought a fucking case of chapstick. <laughs> 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 oh, Let's see. So what is what's going different? on Friday? Something happened. Yeah, this on is Friday. okay. This is what's happening different. Um, Friday, we're adding a Warhammer Ancient Battles. Like an organized bringing battle with possible door prizes, I believe. Put on by one Mike, Mike Old Coot Butcher. Former H. We're still hammering out the details. Okay. So, there will be some ancients to watch or play. Yeah, what so. time is that going on? Do you know? Um, I don't know. We're still working out the details. I suggested he could yeah. start as early as 11 o'clock because I remember there were some guys there. that yeah, And they could just fair, add on. fair number of folks yeah. showed up quite early and then the... Even more, I'd say 20 or 30 guys showed up around by 4 or 5 last nice. year, I would say. Wow. So, and, yeah. in fact, you know, depending how this turns out, we might the following year have a full-fledged Warhammer Ancients tournament on Friday afternoon. Some feelers. Or maybe even... Malifrog. We do, have that side, we do have that side room. You know, you could actually probably run like a small Concurrent. tournament in that one at the same time as Wapaka. Yeah, you don't want to draw off your fucking Wapaka players, though. Siphon off. The Welties yeah. and the Butchers <laughs> aren't playing in the actual yeah. tournament anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Something to stink about. And then you get to make that many more prizes. <laughs> Speaking of which, oh, it's a nice sure. segue into what kind of prizes you're making this year, Bear. What are we thinking? Um, this year it's going to be chaos. 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 Warrior marauder type themed. In whose honor? Mr. Jake Bromley. Okay. Okay. Last year's winner. Yeah. What are yeah. you. Warriors of Chaos Shield of some yep. sort. Uh, a sword or an axe? Axe. Axe. And my axe. And my axe. And a helm. Just like a the helm. general theme. Okay. Is it going to be a super tiny looking helm like the Castle? <laughs> no human head could possibly fit in a helm that tiny. <laughs> With way oversized horns. All right, so traditionally the overall prize has been a small war machine. Now... <laughs> Warriors of Chaos has a Hell Cannon. Is there going to be a Hell Cannon or what? I think we discussed some alternatives. 
alternatives. Yeah. Alternatives. I think this year I'm going to try to. I'm going to save myself a lot of pain and effort, and I'm not going to do a functioning war machine. Okay, a functional how can. Oh, so the quality of this forth. year's tournaments already like fifty percent less. <laughs> <laughs> what are they fighting for then? Well, what's the point? We're going to make. I'm going to make probably a chaos crown. A crown. Yeah. yeah. That's what we were talking. Crown about. Nice. command. I don't know whatever you want to call the, it. Archons, thinking about making it gigantic chaos. so it's like a demon prince-sized crown, possibly. <laughs> so oh, no person could actually badass. wear it. <laughs> you could just make a big, giant, papier-mâché demon head. Maybe we'll just send Johnny up to the Chaos Waste to slay one yeah. and bring the head back. And <laughs> could be done. It'd be cool. It uh, would be a realistic human head with a crown on it. But it had long hair, and you could just carry it around. Yeah, purchase a real doll, cut her head off. Yeah. <laughs> and then we could just... It's like an extra thing that you can fuck. Is yeah. that cold? The mouth, yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking break out the tattoo gun. We'll put some chaos tattoos on it. <laughs> I want to give it some Johnny Hastings tattoos. <laughs> oh, Johnny. That'd be oh, weird. Oh, Johnny. Hey, man, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like I'm fucking myself in the mouth. <laughs> yeah, so otherwise, yeah, same wonderful venue, Wapaka Ale House, and Beautiful Wapaka, Wisconsin. In the fucking dead of winter. Where you're basically trapped with all those boners because there's nothing else to do. Has Kent Rector signed up yet? Because I might need my car to be jump-started again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so this year we made sure to block off plenty of rooms. So, in fact, I know there's it's at least two or three rooms already reserved. Alternate hotels as well. Yeah, yep. there's two alternate hotels. You'll see the website popping up before too long. I think we have a total of 40 rooms set aside right now between three hotels. So. That's not bad. With the, that many, it's probably sufficient. Oh, yeah. The way the Warhammer players bundle up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the other thing. It'll be room for 72 players this year. Don't look for that number to increase like it did last year. <laughs> if anything, it might go down to 50 next year. It's, uh, Not really. Are there going to be any prizes for buying shots for the Derby Girls? <laughs> 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 or for dressing up like a Derby der- Derby Girl yourself? <laughs> I'll, I'll talk to the girls, see what they want, and see if there's... If there's uh, they want to get the drink on? I mean, if you've been time. to a, if you've been to a roller derby after party, you know they can drink. So. Yeah. Well, this is Wisconsin, and they maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll get some like drinking relay what, that they do. Mm, so, you know, four people familiar. stand in a row and you like down oh, a beer. Oh yeah, um, yeah, That'd beer be relay fun. or some tippy cup like our fucking do. college days. Yeah, <laughs> we were Someone, playing some beer pong. Beer pong. Yeah, time. was it Chanson that brought yeah. beer pong? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not Let's a big fan of drinking games. Talk a little bit more about the changes. So yeah. <laughs> some of the things people didn't care for was, well, the scenarios. They like the scenarios. They just wish they would have known about them ahead of time. So the Wapaka website is going to have the scenarios up, and we can kind of just go over them right now. Yeah. So the first one, scenario one, is going to be... Very similar to last year's scenario. It's basically Blood and Glory, except the break point is going to be one this year. And then the the Man of Intrigue is going to count as one fortitude okay. in a unit. And, okay, so we should talk a little bit about the Man of Intrigue. So he's going to be, he's going to use the same rules for all five games. Yeah. And he's just going to count as uh, one model in a core unit and... You can't really attack him, but he gets removed 
in the same way that you would a standard bearer. Okay. So it goes down to musician, standard bearer, then you remove the man of intrigue, and then the champion would be okay. the way that it goes. And then he's worth an extra. He's worth whatever the cost of the, the model is. So if he's in a unit Eight of non-block. <laughs> or two points. Well, it, it's worth whatever it is, but tripled. Okay. With a minimum of 25 points. <laughs> so in order, it gets fucking screwed. <laughs> yeah, but they get an extra three, whatever iron guide or dude, whatever yeah. for free. Sure. So it kind of balances out. Okay, and then the rules for the objective are going to be the same for all three scenarios that you use the objective in. And the way that it works is it's really similar to the way it was last year where the man of intrigue actually deploys the objective. Okay. And it's going to be... He's going to deploy it, but he can't charge. He can't fail a charge. You can't march. You can't swift reform. Or you can't fail a stupidity check. So all you can do is do a regular move, and then you can place the uh, objective within... Uh. A certain number of inches, which is equal to the move of the of the unit that he's in. Okay. So uh, basically, a unit with move four, you can put it within four inches. A unit with move eight, cavalry, so you can put it within eight inches. All right. Does that make sense? That makes fine sense. Okay. So he could be a cavalry model then. He could be if, if he were Bretonian or something. Core cav. Okay. Or something like that. Sure. Okay. So once it's deployed, you remove the man of intrigue from from the game. He's done. Mm. But the objective sits on the table. And this is where it's a little different than previous years, where last year it just counted as a piece of dangerous terrain, and you couldn't really get rid of it. Yeah. Well, this year you're able to get rid of it. And for friendly troops, they can move through it no problem. They can't end their move on it. And you're going to see why. Because <laughs> enemy troops, they can move through it. It's dangerous terrain. And if they end their move on it, they take 2d6 hits <laughs> at strength 10 minus the move value of the unit that deployed it. So if your move value was 4, it would be 2d6 strength 6 hits. Okay. If your move value was 8, so you had it on a fast unit, you get to deploy it you know, wherever you want more effectively, but it's, but it's it not as 2d6 strength 2 hits. Sure. If you could get it in a unit of flyers or whatever, it would be... With move 10, it, they wouldn't do any damage at all. Okay. <laughs> and then if the enemy unit is completely covering it, you that snuffs out the objective. You get rid of it. You peel it off the board. Okay. So they kind of have to smush it like a fanatic or a mangler squig or something like that. Okay. And so you have to be able to cover it completely. So the objective can be up to 50 millimeters max. So a unit of skirmishers would never be able to get it because of the way they space out. Sure. I mean, depending... If they go into combat or rank up or something, you know, then they might be able to. Or like a single model generally wouldn't be able to either yeah. unless he's a 50 millimeter. Okay. But that's basically the gist of the rules. So you're going to use those same rules for the three <coughs> games with the objective in. Okay. Um, so the second scenario is deploy your objective within eight inches of the middle. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And then if you can get your objective in the middle and remove theirs, you win the game. If both are in or both are out, it's a draw. If you get it in but it's taken out, it's a loss. If you never deploy it, then you get zero points. Okay. Third game, you don't use the objective, but this one is called the calling it the Bard's Duel. And the Man of Intrigue, all, all Men of Intrigue are just enchanting singers. <laughs> and this, the rules for this scenario merely reflected. <laughs> and the way it works is the Man of Intrigue can boost a spell for free. Okay. Which that means, so you want to cast a boosted version of a spell. Right. 
which is an 18 to cast. You could cast it on like a 14 if that was the regular Whatever the base cost well. is. But you have to be singing a song while you roll your dice. And until your opponent either rolls their dice to dispel it, they say specifically they let it off or they're not going to dispel it. <laughs> or about 30 seconds, whichever is the shortest. So your opponent could really fuck with you here. Yeah. But you get to boost a spell for free. And similarly, you can dispel a spell with an uh, extra five to it if you sing a song while you roll the dice. <laughs> okay. And we have a, a few suggestions, I mean, down on the sheet. But you're going to want to get a stock going uh, of songs, I believe. <laughs> We suggest, do you believe in life after love? Do you believe in life after love? <laughs> Who's that, Cher? Yep. I can feel something. Can we go with half-breed? <laughs> All I ever was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are the other suggestions on the sheet? Um, I don't know. Bear? I can't remember. You fucking oh. unprepared douchebags. Unprepared <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> All right. Generally, we prefer we would prefer if you stuck to the uh, '80s, '80s music, um, anything share, anything by Meatloaf. <laughs> that's well, that's on the sheet. Anything I by Meatloaf. would do anything for love. I would do anything for love. I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. No. All right, anyway. <laughs> that was for good. Encouraging players to switch up the lyrics of the songs to uh, yeah, can sing about actually harass their opponent. Doris Much like would we do anything for my balls. <laughs> this is dumbass singing to the HPBs. Suck my balls. All right, move on. <laughs> okay, scenario four is table quarters. And that is basically the same as last year, where you objective is to capture the table quarters using fortitude. All right. So the one difference would be uh, you could take out the other person's objective. And then the fifth game will be a standard battle line scenario, except you're going to use the same kind of table quarters capturing from the last game, except it's only worth 100 points instead of being the the way that you win the game. Yeah. <laughs> and then also all standards are worth 100 victory points. Just in the last scenario. Just in the last scenario. Okay. Cool. That's about it. All right. And those will be pre-released in paper format at some point here. Mm-hmm. For sure. Once the web page goes up. So, yeah. That should all be PDF'd off the website along with the paint, the complete paint scores that we're going to use. Yeah. Uh, that's one other large change from previous years was people didn't know how the paint was being scored ahead of time. Right. And they weren't pleased with their scores for the most part. So this year... Paint will be worth 90% of your total overall (laughs) score. (laughs) Okay, I made that up. (laughs) But we're going to have the paint score checklist available ahead of time. So you can see... How you're going to be judged. ...categories are. But we're going to do one better than that, where if you can print out that score sheet... And if you have your Wapaka Army ahead of time assembled, you can meet us at Core Comp, Oktoberfest, North Star, or Merry Mayhem, or fucking drive Come your ass to up our here. house, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if two of us are there, we'll, gra- we'll grade your army on the spot. F we'll s- minus. We'll sign off on it. I mean, I think most of the 
two or four points or something you can only get on the day of. But the core, your core score of like zero to sixteen or whatever, right? We will we'll sign off on it and we'll take a look at it and you'll know what you're going to get. And if you have questions, and and we you will want confirm to improve that score. We will confirm that you bring the same shit. Yeah, but yeah, you'll have a chance to improve if you don't get all the points. Yeah, I mean, if you change your list from that, we're going to have to redo it from scratch, even if. Just if a you couple f- things change. Fucking waste our time like that, you lose an etiquette point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I say we get more fucking reprimands going. <laughs> so if you know what you're gonna bring, fucking bring it. And if you want to know how you can make it better, I mean, we'll fucking give you a few tips. There might not be anything you can do, but there might be something. <laughs> it might just be a big pile of shit on the tabletop. You can't polish a turd. <laughs> As my old man Actually, on Mythbusters, they proved you can polish a turd. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck them. <laughs> that's, a, that's fucking old school Hastings fucking knowledge right there. Hastings false knowledge. Actually, my brother used to always say that because my dad is the king of trying to polish turds. <laughs> Dad. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, but anyway, yeah, well, probably a quick reminder. We're still using the same scoring format where you have three different categories worth 20 points each. Yeah. Your so battle score. Every point is well worth. Paint score. Sportsmanship score. Sports are just made up of the etiquette points, right? Oh, 15 of them, yeah, basically okay. you control for the most part. Wild, yeah. And five are just based on possible. How much we like you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> five are uh, player or Players, opponent controlled. Yeah, favorite player votes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you'll have the painting score sheet. Uh, the Generally, the games go... Are scored as three points for a win, two points for a draw, two points for a minor loss, one point for a loss, and you can gain an extra point for a major objective. That's usually that's usually there's usually one I capable think one. to get even if you lose the game. Right. If you play like a normal human <laughs> skill level. <laughs> so. And once again, that kind of goes towards how the, the prizes are given out. So, you know, there's one prize. Like we were talking about earlier, the axe, the shield, and the helm. Who gets the axe? The axe goes to the best general. Who gets the shield? The best sportsman. Who gets the other thing? <laughs> the helm. <laughs> the helmet goes to the best, best painted. painted. And then a crown goes to the best everlasting conquest. <laughs> the best overall. You should get it. You should make two crowns. One really nice crown that you wear. Oh, hey, your crown first, <laughs> and then like a shitty crown. We're talking about uh, hammering out some new details for being able to win the Ogre Club for best club. We're gonna we're gonna put some requirements on that this year. I don't think we've. No, last year you really scraped it together at the last minute. <laughs> have to bring a banner. Oh. To qualify uh, yeah. as a club, and you have to have a club motto, and you have to have your leader announce the club motto at some point in the tournament. Yeah, so let's say this again more better. What do they need? So they need, need a, banner, a banner, a, a motto. A banner, a motto. And then you need to announce, pronounce your motto before the assembly, the assembled group of gamers. Oh, okay. Yes. As, a, as, as a, the you know, mayor spoketh. So shall it be. <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's to qualify to for a chance to win the Ogre Club, which is the award for being the best, having the best overall, the best average score mm-hmm. of gamers within that club. And you have to have more than one person. Yes, in yeah. your club. I think. <laughs> All right. So those who win. 
a little <laughs> extra motivation. <laughs> I'm fucking dying. To Those who win the best, the Ogre Club Award for best club, we've devised, and by we I mean Raj, has devised <laughs> a little fucking Incentive. bit of sweetness to the to, fucking To give pot. you a reason to go to all this trouble of making your standard and your motto. and Yeah. So, Raj, lay it on. <laughs> if your team, if your club wins the coveted best club, Ogre Club prize. Which the bear assures us won't be a sappy stick with a fucking piece of wrap on the handle. Then your club will, will be a each man will stick. receive a $20 discount off next year's tournament fee for Wapaka 2013. Which may or may not happen due Based to the end on of the world. The end of the world. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there you go. So a little extra motivation. So yeah, up to five people can count as a club here. Five people per club. If there happens to be more people in your club, you can participate, but only five people are we getting the discount. You split up, but <laughs> you could do it however you want. Branch uh, we off. want a nice banner. Of some sort. Preferably with the skull of a fallen foe mounted on top. <laughs> or a bear skull. It would be sexy. Yeah. So well, by banner. a bear skull, I hope you... I would expect yeah. someone in the, in, the, in the group would have killed it with his own bare hands. <laughs> Just to clarify a banner, we don't mean a Warhammer model with a banner painted on it. We mean an actual fucking flag <laughs> that sticks 10 feet up in the air. It's got some cloth draped from it. Could have... Could have dildos hanging from it. And much like the painting, much like we were offering in the painting, you know, to kind of give you a heads up on it, we'll we'll make sure to bring the uh, handsome Point Boy banner to North Star. Just uh, (laughs) let you know (laughs) what we're talking about. What kind of standards we expect to see here. And I did mean that as a pun. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Hey, do we have a standard? (laughs) What are we talking about here? I'm going to make one. Oh, okay. You want some? So you could have a pennant. A dwarven rune. An ancestor mask on the end of a stick. <laughs> Some kind of ogre totem. The Great Maw. Your classic front draping Space Marine style Space banner. Space Marine flag. <laughs> Mounted to one of your, the biggest guy on your on your group's <laughs> back. To the to your general. Whoever's like your general through. has to strap it to his back. to hunch forward. <laughs> he's walking Not through really. the you know, during the between the, the game chain the Round changes, he's walking through, knocking shit over. You should make it like Japanese style, where they all got the back banners, so everybody knows who's their feudal lord is. <laughs> nice. nice. All right, that's enough of this. It's fucking okay. Moving. What else and do we have to exciting, say about this bitch? Exciting happenings. Um, once again, you can expect uh, basically being a drunken orgy of fun from start to finish. I and mean, uh, Warhammer podcasting at its best. Oh, yeah. I might be supplying... A few select people with these awesome, huge Hogarten beer glasses to consume their beverage out of. (laughs) As we're pilfered from. Because I got the Blue Moon glass. My my Bugman's mug, as well as my flask to sneak a couple drinks here and there. I got to meet the fucking (laughs) Blue Moon Challenge once again. So, yeah. Anyways, we'll be be talking more as it gets a little closer, but that's a fucking great overview. And we won't be fucking repeating ourselves every goddamn podcast. So, Mm mm-hmm. As we get more info, we'll disseminate it to the masses. But otherwise, what's the web address for the website that's going to have all the information that we just talked about? Well, one, com. But we may be acquiring another address as well. Okay. Bear's working on acquiring com. He's just being lazy. Can't eat that now. 
Yep. So just uh, check out our forum for the info. That's yep. where you'll find the link already, to the Wapaka webpage. We'll announce it once the page goes up. There's already 31 guys signed up, and we're already half full. So if you're thinking about coming, you best get your shit together. Fucking. And as always, I always mm-hmm. give. Uh, preference to those who pay first so you can knock fuckers off the list once it's full that's how i got in the blood in the sun baby (laughs) (laughs) bump a fool money talk bullshit money talks bullshit walks bullshit walks and warhammer dudes are fucking lame (laughs) 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 way to pull a fucking cliche from like 20 years ago (laughs) are we fucking done do we have anything else nay (laughs) no nay knaves to quote Adam Corolla. <laughs> All right. All right, fuck it. Shit. Suck my what balls. We talk about next time. Oh, next time? We don't know. We have no idea. Team tourneys. We could talk about team tourneys. We'll be talking about team tourneys. Hey, in the next episode of Point Hammered, we're talking about team tourneys. Team tourneys. And we'll talk about our list for core comp. Core comp be coming right up by the time. We'll be core comp preparation, which I won't have any. But <laughs> I'll have my bloody wood elf story prepared. Yeah, we'll have some fucking wood elf fluff for you. <laughs> nice. Uh, what kind of noises do trees make? I gotta fucking get into character for this. Thing. Cree, cree. Russell, 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 Russell. Well, I get some Except fucking. Most tr- of my wood elves are females, so you got to practice your feminine scream. Ah! <laughs> it's gonna be all fucking tree beard sound effects in the background. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck it, man. We're done. Come on. Suck my balls. my balls. (laughs) Well, you a city boy, ain't you? You looking pretty, boy. City slicker. Looking real good. Sure is. Drop your goddamn britches. Sure is pretty, ain't it, boy? Damn, I'm going to make you squeal. Let's get it. Drop them britches. Come on, now. Let's get it. Come on. Make you squeal like a pig, boy. Squeal now. Come on.